Hello everyone, this is Strati Papa Giorgio and Father Michael Tischel and we are An Imperfect, an Imperfect Podcast. Podcast. If anyone is devout and a lover of God, let them enjoy this beautiful and radiant festival. If anyone is a grateful servant, let them, rejoicing, enter into the joy of his Lord. If anyone has wearied themselves in fasting, let them now receive recompense. If anyone has labored from the first hour, let them today receive the just reward. If anyone has come to, at the third hour with thanksgiving, let them feast. If anyone has arrived at the sixth hour, let them have no misgivings, for they shall suffer no loss. If anyone has delayed until the ninth hour, let them draw near without hesitation. If anyone has arrived even at the eleventh hour, let them not fear on account of tardiness. For the master is gracious and receives the last even as the first. He gives rest to him that comes at the eleventh hour, just as to him who has labored from the first. He has mercy upon the last and cares for the first. To the one he gives and to the other he is gracious. He both honors the work and praises the intention. Enter all of you, therefore, into the joy of our Lord, and whether first or last, receive your reward. O rich and poor, one with another, dance for joy. O you ascetics and you negligent, celebrate the day. You that have fasted and you that have disregarded the fast, rejoice today. The table is rich laden, feast royally, all of you. The calf is fatted, let no one go forth hungry. Let all partake of the feast of faith. Let all receive the riches of goodness. Let no one lament their poverty, for the universal kingdom has been revealed. Let no one mourn their transgressions, for pardon has dawned from the grave. Let no one fear death, for the Savior's death has set us free. He that was taken by death has annihilated it. He descended into Hades and took Hades captive. He embittered it when it tasted his flesh. And anticipating this, Isaiah exclaimed, Hades was embittered when it encountered thee in the lower regions. It was embittered, for it was abolished. It was embittered, for it was mocked. It was embittered, for it was purged. It was embittered, for it was despoiled. It was embittered, for it was bound in chains. It took a body and came upon God. It took earth and encountered heaven. It took what it saw but crumbled before what it had not seen. O death, where is thy sting? O Hades, where is thy victory? Christ is risen, and you are overthrown. Christ is risen, and the demons are fallen. Christ is risen, and the angels rejoice. Christ is risen, and life reigns. Christ is risen, and not one dead remains in a tomb. For Christ, being raised from the dead, has become the first fruits of them that have slept. To him be glory and might unto the ages of ages. Amen. The Paschal Homily of St. John Chrysostom. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody. Uh, we have a, uh, Father Michael and I have a uh, guest today. Yes. Uh, it's a surprise. It is. Um, and he came like a thief in the night. Like a thief in the night. He almost stole my phone. Yeah. <laughs> his Showing name. Up. His name happens to be John Marshall. Hello, everyone. Hello, John. Good to be here. Good to have you. 
Um, and uh, John is visiting the uh, the southern part of the country yeah. and uh, let me know uh, just recently that he was going to be in town. And so uh, we met up and uh, John did a beautiful uh, recitation of the Paschal homily just now uh, for us all. And um, I read it. I don't know qualifying it. Oh, it was. It <coughs> well, was thank you. It was joyful. It was kind of a, a fan moment. He's my patron saint, so I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Amen. He's a good man. Yeah. He's a good man. Good yeah, yeah. saint. Luke Yeah. Oh. Yep. He's all right. He's, he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's very important. <laughs> he's very important. He kind of wrote the liturgy and yeah. some other things. Yeah. Father of the church. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we, we, yeah, we definitely honor and reverence him. So, yeah. Bright Week. Bright we're in, Week. We're in Bright, bright Week, week right, now. right now. We're on May 1st. Wednesday, and we're here to talk about that. Right. What? Mm. But what are we talking about exactly? Yeah. What are we talking about? And thank you, John, once again for joining our conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for um, having me. Absolutely. It's it's good to have you. Yeah. Um, Bright Week is a beautiful time. It's sort of like the afterglow, the the time of the afterglow of the the explosive the fallout, the, 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 whole, fallout. the holy nuke. <laughs> That's right. It is. It was this like. By the... <laughs> <laughs> It's so true. It's like, here we are, uh, having just experienced this explosion of joy after a very difficult week of Holy Week and experiencing the passion of Christ, where, where you know, the, the, the gates of hell have been ripped open, and uh, here we are in that, the afterglow of all of that. And uh, I thought that resurrectional joy would be a wonderful um, topic for our discussion today. Uh, both because it's so beautiful and meaningful, and also because it's somewhat elusive in many ways. Um, and, uh, you know, I was reading recently on Facebook, someone had posted um, a little message uh, to their friends, uh, basically saying, hey, look, you know, Christ is risen. Um, it's a beautiful time. Uh, but let's also not forget that there are a lot of people who are still suffering, still grieving, maybe someone just lost a loved one, or maybe someone lost their job, or this or that, and um, kind of like setting up the contrast or the juxtaposition between that massive cosmic event that happened and that continues to enter into our lives every year, but also, you know, the the realities of, um, of the challenges that we face as human beings, and not to kind of you know, and especially with the, the social media culture of this very sort of superficial sense of happiness and mm. a curated self that we can put up. Um, you know, you see all these pictures of people smiling at Pasca and in church and everything. And it's like, you know, it can become sort of difficult or maybe even uh, depressing for people who are struggling with different things. So I kind of wanted to just offer that as a as a. Um, as a tension, I guess you could say, is that we've got this cosmic event that really happened mm. that continues to have its influence and effects in our everyday life. And, and yet we're human. We're fallen humans. We live in a fallen world. And how do we reconcile these two experiences? Yeah. I, have, I have just I have a thought, and that's not to take away from what they said, although maybe it will. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, let's do um, it. Let's, but it reminds me of what Christ said when they uh, poured, uh, when she, the woman, the, the the woman poured the expensive oil on his head, hmm. and and they were like, why can't we, we should give this to the poor? And he's like, you're gonna always have the poor with you, hmm. but 
I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but I, yeah. I, I will only be with you for a little bit longer. So I don't think we, people should... I mean, it's not what this person was saying. Right. I, I see what you mean. So, yeah, so, yeah. so Don't feel bad that you enjoyed the resurrection. Right. It's kind uh, of like, because like there a are guilt, people... survivor's guilt. Or right, like yeah. It, don't feel... We shouldn't... I mean, I think they would agree. We shouldn't uh, feel guilty or enjoying ourselves that, that right. day. Um, because the world will always be the world. Yeah. We will always have the poor inside us, you know. Well, in, yeah. In, in a sense... You know that the, we are visited by the joy of the resurrection, but we still have we still have our lives. Right. Right. Yeah. We don't have everything we need. We well, we're not always happy. We think we don't have what we need. Right. 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 Sorry. Well, Sorry. either way, if you really don't have what you need, that may be true. Yeah. So, so the way that you're taking that strategy is that yeah. that um, sort of yeah. Not to not to diminish our joy, um, right. because of yeah. I mean, it's 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 a very deep and interesting point that someone could still be joyful when there's brokenness and fallenness in, yeah. the, in the in the world. And even those people could have joy. And even even people in the midst of that yeah. brokenness and fallenness could have joy. So then it really begs the question: Is what is this joy? Because yeah. if joy, I mean, I think in many ways one could argue that you can't have happiness with brokenness. And, and like, you can't be... It seems like the way that we understand happiness, happiness and suffering are so, are somewhat mutually exclusive. Um, like, you can't have lost your job and be happy about that. Right. Um, maybe if, if we're to define happiness as more of kind of this superficial feeling or something like that. So, and that's where I think this person was coming from as far as, like, Facebook and social media is concerned is that we put these images up. Mm-hmm. You were talking about right of like these kind of curated images, which are all smiley and oh, yeah. you know. I can definitely get behind that. Instagram right. Christianity. Yeah, Instagram Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you know, and to not uh, to not forget that there are people that are going through traumatic experiences in their sure. life, and that's why. I mean, in many ways, I think that's why. Um, our iconography in the church, the saints aren't smiling, no. right? So joy yeah. doesn't necessarily mean you have that kind of like, you know, spray on, you yeah. know, smile, <laughs> you know, on your face. Um, yeah. You know, in fact, so, you know, if someone's grieving deeply the loss of a loved one and they walk into an Orthodox church, the reason why all the saints around one, them are not smiling, yeah. one reason is perhaps that they're not going to sort of feel this sense that everybody's like, health and wealth gospel kind of right, everybody's right, right. Yeah. happy and you know and i think to be honest with you in many ways i think this gets at the theme the overarching theme of our podcast being an imperfect podcast the <laughs> temptation for perfectionism that we have in our culture yeah is also bound up in the temptation to always smile me yeah yeah as one priest blogger that i know uh, put it it's it's the tyranny of the smile mm. yeah you know, that no matter how you're feeling, no matter, um, you know, how much, you know, you're, how depressed you are, or whatever the case may be, you know, we all have to wear that smile yeah. if we're taking a picture of our, you know, of ourselves or, or it's like if we're, you know, meeting someone for the first time. Okay. You know, there's a sense in which, sure. you know, the, the ascetic practice, you could say, of, of, of still being congenial with somebody, even sure. if you're really struggling, not just kind of like, 
vomiting all of your inner <laughs> emotions and and you know the struggles on to somebody um, you know that you just met on the street. I still think I still maintain. Yeah, no, no, you're uh, you're that, onto something there. You know that that, and I do this myself. It's like no matter how I'm feeling, no matter how I'm doing, it's like when I see somebody, it's like I gotta be this like cheery, chipper, mm. you know, happy-go-lucky person. And the same goes with social media. The same goes, you know, with kind of the way that we interact with each other on a day-to-day basis. And so, in a certain sense, it's a it's a judgment on our on our superficial artificial attempts to be happy to see these saints who are who are not smiling but are joyful mm-hmm. and and in many ways if we want to experience that resurrectional joy just like if we want to experience the perfection of Christ mm-hmm. we have to peel back that artificial layer of perfection mm-hmm. perfectionism we have to peel back that artificial layer of Superficial happiness that I've there it is that that perfect happiness that I'm yeah, trying artificial to artificial happiness uh, right peel that away to get to the real to get to the real thing happiness the and real to, thing. to 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 and we have to, and and in doing that we have to be able to sit with ourselves a little bit and not see the real stuff and not think there isn't any maybe right to to sit with um yeah to sit with what what's what's there under yeah. the surface All right what's well, that's scary going on. it's scary. Because because our knee jerk response is to cover that up because because what we're so used to thinking is that that artificial happiness is is the thing that we need to yeah. hold on to right so and, but it's not until we've let go of that yeah in many ways and yeah. begun to gently not forcibly but gently sort of acknowledge what's going on beneath the surface yeah and 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 allow that to be offered up to God yeah. that God's joy can actually start to seep in mm-hmm. yeah. i feel like a lot of meet a lot of people you know if i may um who will greet one with that fake smile because mm-hmm. they think they have to you know they're they're enslaved by the tyranny of the smile and you can feel the tension you know everything's fine but it's not and right. they're they're not only trying to convince other people but they're trying to convince themselves absolutely i do that sometimes me too mm-hmm. trying to convince ourselves that it is okay, so that we don't have to go to the not okay yet. Right. Well, and going to the not okay mm-hmm. is a moment of giving up control. It's a death. It's a it's a death, and, and exactly, it's a death and and control yeah. of my happiness, of my joy, of my self fulfillment, and all these things. As as wonderful as those things are in and of themselves. If it's all, if I'm holding on to those, and I, I'm the arbiter of my own happiness and of my own control, you know, it's hard to let go of that. Yeah. Because lo- no one wants to lose control. Yeah. We've um, talked about that. I mean, this is yeah, yeah, this is in line with our. And I think it's in line with human existence, so that's why it keeps coming up. Right. You know, we're all trying. I mean, I think people want what they think is the best for them. Right. You know. And I think a powerful prayer is to say to God to guide them. Yeah. Uh, um, an abbess once told me that to ask for God to steer you. Yeah. Guide you in the way that you should go. Yes. And thy will be done. Right. Right. Thy will be done. And and in doing that, you kind of you you kind of you kind of assume that what he's going to guide you to will be the best thing for you right. and will make you happy. Sure. 
in a in a, prof- in, a in the way that you know he knows you need it. And that that I think is the case as well for Holy Week and Pascha. Yeah. I mean, when mm. when we first started out this journey of Holy Week, I was very um, struck by the words of Father Panayotis here at Holy Transfiguration, who basically basically suggested that we approach Holy Week in a spirit of trust, faith, and humility, mm. and that we allow ourselves to sort of give to, to give ourselves over to God and to what He wants to show us during this week of you know experiencing Christ's passion and and ultimately his resurrection and i think there's there's something very important in that because on one level we can look at these feasts and these celebrations in a very kind of sentimental way yeah. sure well actually there are two sort of approaches and we talked about this a little bit um, during our holy week pascha podcast <laughs> our holy week podcast you could, we could either look at it in a in a intellectualized way Hmm. Um, Father Alexander Schmemann talks about it this way, where it's like we sort of recall the events that happened and we intellectualize them. We yeah. kind of um, we we turn them into an ideology, into a philosophy. We we kind of draw and try to extract the the meaning and the the truths and the moral the morals of what yeah. Christ did and things like that. So that's the intellectualization of it. Mm-hmm. We can also sentimentalize it where we essentially My make grandma it... took me to Pasco. Exactly. Was, you know... Yep. It's like kind of like, you know, I, oh, I remember all these beautiful traditions yeah. and it's not Pasca until I've lit my candle and all yeah. these things. Yikes. Right. And so that, you know, turning it into an intellectual activity or an emotional activity. Like solely those things. Solely yeah. those yeah. things. Right. Yeah. Those things in and of themselves are not bad. No. no. Right? No. In, you know, using our intellects, using, uh, you know, our, our emotions, all these yeah. things are you beautiful. You can connect them all together. Right. Yeah. You can bring them all together. But when it, 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 it ends in those things, right. it's not bad, quote unquote. It's just not complete. Yeah, incomplete. Right? Yeah, it's incomplete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the real thing is to experience, is to, mm-hmm. is to actually enter into this experience, which means ultimately an abdication of control. Yeah. A surrendering of control and an allowing for God to reveal himself and his life in a way, in the way that he wants to do that. Yeah. And that's scary because ultimately what you're saying is, God, I'm opening myself up to the possibility that I'm not going to experience joy during Pascha. Oof. Now, are you not going to experience joy during Pascha? Probably not. I mean, you probably will because God is a good God, a loving God, wants the very best for it, for us. But there is that inner tendency if I don't give myself up over to God's holy and good and perfect and beautiful will that I'm sort of saying like, Pascha is all about joy. I need to experience this joy. I think think you're really, that's really, that's really good. (laughs) Thanks, Dre. You're welcome. Um, that makes me feel really. I, I'm glad. <laughs> uh, no, no, that's oh, especially for I'm thinking of like ascetics and and monks to some extent. You know, they're not always seeking joy in the way that we think of mm-hmm. joy. Um, and 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 maybe what they need is a little suffering. Mm-hmm. Like we all need a little suffering once in a while, a little bit. Yeah, a little pinch actually. Oh, when I was in Cyprus, I, I said to my uncle, you know, because I had been working long hours and whatever, and, and I go, oh, suffering is not bad. He goes, uh, don't you agree? He goes, no. 
<laughs> no, no, it's not. I don't, I don't agree. <laughs> I don't agree. I like how simple that was. Right? It's like, it's like, oh, he's become one with the suffering. He loves it. No. No. <laughs> no. He's a very... Uh... Just a guy here, man. <laughs> I heard like you. He's very... Yeah. He's a cool guy. But, um, but no, uh, maybe what you need is a little bit of struggle. Mm-hmm. And so what God will bring you is struggle. Mm-hmm. And you need that struggle in order to achieve that happiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, we just we got to sort of notice our struggle. Take, take off the Instagram smile. Exactly. And just say, oh, wait, there's just already aware, struggle here. We're, we're, there, there, there's exactly. already struggle there. Often. Not always. No, I, I think, but, I think that's, right. that's very true in, in the sense that, yeah, if we're... Life, life, life is struggle. Well, if we're always expecting from God that everything is going to... You're always going to be exactly. happy. Right. That's just not what is going to happen. Exactly. That you're going to... And if you... For instance, like, it, let's say you ask God to reveal something to you about you know you're asking him for maybe what he does is pour more struggle on you because he knows you can handle that you're not looking at the here look here's more of it right Right. here's more of it and 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 that's for your benefit is what i'm getting and that's not just for aesthetics i shouldn't have said that that's for everybody every human every human needs a little bit of struggle in order to taste uh you know the fruits of that struggle when they overcome it. it makes it more meaningful it makes it more meaningful. It makes it even possible. Right. Sounds like Pasca too. Yep. Yeah. Everyone expected Christ to do something, and then his passion was like the biggest, loudest not doing right. ever. Well, and that goes suffering. into... Suffering. Su- yeah. Suffering. And struggle. Suff- I mean, we, we use the word suffering um, in a slightly different way, but there's the kind of more... Uh, more... Um, traditional alternative you can do this word or way of way of using uh the word which is uh which is to you know to to allow to suffer the little children to come unto me um the sense of allowing and in the greek it's the same thing yeah exactly the the um the uh the pathy the the, the pathy or to uh to suffer something um is to kind of be is to is is actually a passive actually that's that's where we get the word passive from is you know oh. the the passion right it's to it's it's a it's a passive rather than an active thing so you're enduring something yeah. you're, okay. you're to suffer something is to kind of allow so i i think i think you're 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 onto something and i think john also what you mentioned as far as just peeling off that instagram yeah. fakeness so that we can just yeah. acknowledge what we're already enduring, yeah. you know, I, I mean, I've, I, some uh, psychologists have, have talked about sentimentality, right. you know, Thomas Kincaid, no, not, I don't want to bash Thomas Kincaid too much. He's a, he was an artist. I have no sentimental uh, feelings towards okay, good. whoever that man is. I've never <laughs> heard of him. <laughs> yeah. He's an artist who, who kind of depicts these beautiful scenes with kind of glowing light oh, okay. and things like that. And it's pretty sentimentalized and, um, you know, sent, but <laughs> This is one, one well-known psychologist, I don't remember who it was, Jung or someone like that, who basically talked about how sentimentality is a way for us to cover and to mask our inner chaos. Ah. And when, when sentimentality becomes this kind of like idol, you could say, in other words, when it's right. this kind of superficial band-aid that we try to put over what's going on inside of us, I think that's when it becomes problematic. Yeah. And I think that's when we have to start to come to terms with and encounter our inner suffering yeah. yeah and and it's only then as we've as we've been saying you know that we can um come to any sense of joy but 
the, the, the big thing about all this is that I think, and this is what you were talking about a little, Strati, was that joy is not, is not a goal. It's not, it's not something to be pursued. It's something that comes to us. Mm-hmm. It's something that surprises us, right? C.S. Lewis's book, Surprised by Joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so ultimately, what is it that we're pursuing? I think in many ways we have to acknowledge that what it is that we're pursuing is we're pursuing surrender. Yeah. The, the, the only true pursuit is to surrender into the hands of a loving God. Yeah. And to say, do with me what you will. Yeah. Which is scary. Yeah. Because do we trust God? Is, is God trustworthy or yeah. is he a vengeful, you know, small g God, <laughs> right? That that is worse at certain times intervenes at certain times or that's worse yeah worse than most of most humans um and seeks vengeance and and we have to kind of uh expiate for his requires his casks of wine yeah exactly otherwise he's gonna you know he's gonna be jealous or he's he's gonna smite you right flood the flood it's like we're all expecting that kind of a reality from the divine we're all Very expecting eh, yep it's all fine because if we don't do that then well what what is beyond that what is underneath you know so like we said you know peeling off uh surrendering right. not doing all of that leads to honesty the truth is we are suffering mm-hmm. we we are not all there we're not happy we have pain and then god's still there mm-hmm. he's there down at the very bottom underneath, all, underneath of all of that yeah it's like we, we try to make god with a smile on top of everything that's not real we peel that off that's an idol that's an idol right? yeah. we, we, it's a we, static we, idol we rip that off you know throw it on the ground because it falls it. smash it it's like it's oh, really not it's really true. Violent. trample it <laughs> trample it no oh. because because <laughs> you know like that's death if if we think we're happy and then decide to go be honest we can get really angry at our previous happiness, right? Because it wasn't true and it didn't follow up. It didn't, it didn't fulfill what we wanted. Oh, I mean, that's that's the, oh, the I've vicious smashed cycle on my happiness. Absolutely, like, that's the vicious cycle, especially during these yeah. big feasts where it's like it, it it just gets so exacerbated because at any other day it's like, well, I should be happy, but it doesn't yeah. really matter. But no, this is yeah. the feast of feasts, the holy days of holy days. I'm very proud of you for bringing this back. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Yeah. I'm not even joking. <laughs> no, but like, you know, no, like, the yeah. feast itself, you know, we're all expecting things to get better, but they got progressively worse exactly. until a God, a God died. Right. Well, I what think happened there? What the heck? I, Everyone's I, at the, at the, the, the depths, the worst possible outcome. Right. The one thing we did not want to happen. Our right. Messiah dying. And yet... That God was, was still there. And that was the victory. The best possible outcome. And yeah. yeah. And I think there's a couple thoughts that I... You know. It's like an end game went... No, yeah. I'm kidding. No. <laughs> oh. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. Don't spoil end game. It was a good movie. <laughs> it was three hours, but it was good. Oh, it's, it was long, but it was good. Yeah. Anyway. Never saw it. You haven't seen any of them, so... Oh. <laughs> that's, that's all right. You, you have a life. No, <laughs> no, no, no kidding. No. I have my head under a rock. I'm living under a rock. Head in the sand. Just You're an ostrich. I'm an ostrich. Yes. How long is this going for? Okay, so, um, no, but I think that that's another another uh, part of what we were talking about icons, mm. and and in in that they're not smiling and happy yeah. because this world was never Christ. Never, in fact, he said the opposite would happen. That you, it's not. This is not going to be fun. Right. You're not gonna. You're not gonna enjoy. I'm not promising you 
joy in this world, but joy in the next world almost. So we need to partake in the joy of the next world almost Mm -hmm. in this life. And that's what the icons are kind of reminding us, I think. But in order to get to that joy, we have to go through the cross. Which the saints did. Which they did. So it's like if we're really not happy and we're trying to be honest, they're kind of witnessing to our current unrevealed joy. Right. Our, our current suffering. Which which is why when some people walk into the church, yeah. they, it, it's more of a feeling of judgment than yeah. than of peace. Yeah. If they're living this life of false yeah. happiness, this if they're clinging on to this idol of false happiness. And I want to acknowledge mm. how difficult this is. It's <clears throat> awful. It's, it's, it really sucks. I mean, it's the, it's the most difficult thing any of us can and will ever go through. We do. It takes a long time. Yeah, and 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 to put it an, another way, there's a, a Greek theologian, Thanasi Papa Thanasiu, who it's a great name by the way, who um, who talks about these idols that we set up for ourselves, and I think in that we can include this sort of superficial happiness as coping mechanisms. Yeah, Oof. coping mechanisms for what? For the freedom of God, right? And that's where. Surrender is very hard yeah. because I'm surrendering myself to a free God that doesn't work with my logic and that does not work on my terms. Who does not require sacrifice? Who of does not blood re- right anymore. in this kind of transactional, yeah, magical right. way? Payment, payment, right? Which is it's very human to want that to yeah. want to manipulate but God. Maybe that's why we wanted our Greek gods. Maybe that's why the we expected ancient, the tasks to be requested. Exactly, the ancient Greeks. They would even go to the point of tricking their gods. Yeah. They would, um, they would, when they would do a sacrifice. Sometimes they would take out the good bits of the the, the meat mm-hmm. of the of the animal, hide hide them, mm-hmm. and then sacrifice the rest of it mm-hmm. to trick the god, the mm-hmm. deity. Sure, I did it. I, I sacrificed you a whole mm-hmm. animal, but really they took out the really the best parts. Right. Um, that manipulation of the deity, that, right. that's so human, I think. It's so human. It's still all human interaction. Right. It's all, it yeah. all goes back to this desire for control. Yeah. yeah. And if I can, it, you know, and, and that if I don't, if I can control things in that sense, I don't have to fully give myself over, fully yeah. surrender, and I don't have to fully be, it doesn't have to be a radical life-changing right. Well, it's also experience. scary. It's, it's scary to surrender. Right. Right. Well, why yeah. is it scary? Well, have you ever fallen backwards? Assuming somebody's going to catch you, right? It's just you have to. Impulse. What's scarier though to to do that or to not do that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ultimately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In other words, if we look at it from the ultimate sense, yeah. We, and and we we if if our hands are tightly grasped on our lives, yeah. In this sense of control, and we never release that, yeah. Like, think about it from the end game. <laughs> What's scarier? What's scarier? To risk the possibility of being dashed to pieces at the bottom of, of the chasm mm-hmm. yeah. after we've flung ourselves over, trusting that somebody's going to carry us yeah, away, right. or to, to hide Dang. in fearful, kind of My, um, cowering, wilting away, yeah. you know. My father told me this story from when, you know, my father's from Cyprus and he was 17. If any of you don't know, Cyprus was invaded by uh, Turkey, the country of Turkey, in 1974. 
And he was there. He was a, he was among the people who had to flee the northern part of Cyprus that was then occupied. And he said that there was this older woman who kept going around saying, Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. And he asked somebody. And, he go, and, the, and, and if he found out, that woman lost her husband and all her children. Mm. But she just kept going around saying in Greek, Doxasiotheos. Glory to you, O God. Yeah, she's crazy. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We would say she's crazy right. today. Well, well, in Western, no, Western, no, we would. We would? I, no, yeah. I, I, my well was not in, in disagreement with that. Right. She, she, we would say she's crazy. And, and, you know, what I'm in, in, in beholding that verbal image of what you just put forth as far as this woman going around saying, a really, really good accent there, you know, kind of some really, really summoned her. Yeah. yeah. The, the presence of the old the Greek, Greek lady. Right. Act. I met. I met a lot of them. Yeah. Well, no. So, 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 so you. So we have the reality of this horrible yeah. trauma that she yeah. experienced through losing her loved ones. Yeah. And then the, and then the, the vision of her, kind of illumined by, doxology and by gratitude. Yeah. And you have to ask yourself, how did she get to that point? Yeah. Yeah. And. And, you know, however she got to that point, which, again, I think is, is, is first of all, a miracle in and of itself. Yep. Yeah. But is also certainly uh, a, a, uh, a miracle and a gift, but also uh, an illustration of her own disposition right. of desiring to give herself over to God no yeah. matter what happens, like Job, right? Sure. Having yeah, that, that, that. that Jobian... Um, sense of no, surrender um, to uh, to God's faithfulness. Job is the one that loses, loses, and then gains again. Right, yeah. and 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 Satan goes to God right, at the right, beginning right. of the book, basically asking for his blessing. It's like, hey, can I go torment this? Yeah, guy? and God, in a very kind of it's kind of weird, intense um, moment, gives Job over to the devil. Yeah. And says, you can do anything with you want, anything that you want to him and with him, just don't take his life. Yeah. yeah. And and why did he do that? God only knows. But we could also say that it, it in, in a way, it, it, it reveals the inner Job, right? Yeah. And, and, and yeah. Job is, is being tested and, and tried and all these things are happening to him. And at the end... You know, he still blesses and glorifies yeah, God, exactly. Even though everything, you know. So there you have it. That was a story from five thousand years ago, and this was a story from nineteen seventy-four. Right. The and, same kind and, of doxology onto God. Yep. And, and in, in both of terrible them, uh, circumstances. You know, we we say like, you know, we praise God when things go well, and 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 the, Satan was going to say, hey, look. Think one bad thing, and he will curse you just like everyone else. Right. Because right. that's what we expect. Right. Bad yeah. things are happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. God doesn't love me. Yep. But you know what? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense to be joyful when things are bad. Right. It doesn't make sense because we can't see yeah. it yet. It doesn't make sense in our human logic. Right. In our well, immature, yeah. immature human logic. Because with the idol, you know, covering spiritually over the top, we're like, no, 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 what? Right. Everything's fine. That's why I'm happy. You don't have it good. Why are you happy? That right. doesn't make sense. That's scary. When 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 life intervenes <clears throat> in a traumatic way, yeah. whether it's you know when we lose somebody or whatever, 
essentially what's happening is it's smashing that yeah. idol that's covering the the real yeah challenge of life and when that idol is smashed then our our first response is to curse god yep it's to curse life yep and to say why is this happening to me right but wisdom tells us to to not end there to go to go a step farther a, a deeper step, a step deeper a deeper surrender um, and that ultimately the saints of our church who have who have reached that final telos that final um, end um, and and we who have experienced this in little drops throughout our lives can say that um, that ultimately um, life is light and it's it's that 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 if we surrender ourselves to life we'll go through and if we surrender ourselves to God we'll go through the all of the ups and downs and challenges and traumas and everything that life has to offer us yeah. but in surrendering ourselves to that we will pass through that and we will experience the resurrection mm-hmm. yeah. it's always having that hope that resurrectional hope beyond all hope against all hope like Abraham sacrificing his own son, yeah, well, almost, yeah. almost sacrificing his own son. Well, to him, he was doing it. Right. He was he, done. He was doing it. Yeah, yeah he he, he mm-hmm. was ready to do he it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and, and that die. son was the only way the promise that God made to him that he would be the father of all nations yep. would be fulfilled. Yep. Mm. Yep. I mean, what the heck? Yeah. Yeah. This doesn't make sense. Right. God's it's, taking back what he promised. Right. Okay. God's taking it back, and so there's hopelessness. Yep. And so Abraham's hope was against. All hope. Yep. It was. It was. It was saying, okay, everything is hopeless. There is no possible way, through human logic or through natural means, that this promise will be fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And yet, I, I, I hope in mm-hmm. in God. You are God. Right. Okay. Right. And how can someone? You know, I was having a conversation actually with Father Paniotis about this because how could someone possibly have that kind of trust? Yeah. Um, without just being totally insane it's like god tells you to and i think you know um with noah we see we hear that um that he was righteous that god accounted um righteousness to him uh because he was pure and because he walked with god Mm. he walked with god and i've I've, physical representation yeah How do you walk with god walk with god right he he was a man who walked with god and i think abraham it doesn't say this in in genesis but i think abraham was a similar character in the sense that even you know this this extreme act of of surrender that he gave yeah. was was really the tip of a very big iceberg mm. in other words he had been cultivating you could say this relationship with God, yeah. probably hidden from our eyes for so many years, and and mm-hmm. for and in so many ways where he was with God and God was with him, and he had tasted of the sweetness of God and the faithfulness of God, and 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 you know he had been faithful yeah. to God, practicing all the little sacrifices, right? Exactly, one after another, one after another, um, the little ways in which he kind of gave his will to God, yeah. um, and and God responded in faithfulness. Like a muscle, like a muscle. He was exer- He had been exercising yeah. that muscle. Askisis, askisis, right? Exercise that he had been doing this. So, was is joy like that? Well, I think it is because I think the promise 
God promises us joy. Yeah. Right? So if I don't feel it, can I, should I just go do it? Is there a way to just flex my joy muscle? Well, I would say yes and no in the sense okay. that I would say that the flexing of the joy muscle in, in the way that I, I see it, and you all can chime yeah. in and see what you think, is that is, is the hope that, there, that joy has the last word. Ooh. So, in other words, no matter what's happening to me in yeah. my life, right? And, and, and Pascha is sort of the apex. It's like the, yeah. you know, it's, it's the, the climax of the year. And it's the hope that, that no matter what happens, no matter what kind of emotional, psychological, relational, occupational mm. problems I may be going through throughout yeah. this time, joy will have the last word. Yeah. And, and how, how do I know that? How can I, in many ways, it takes this kind of holy foolishness to kind of not even... You know, to kind of, in the midst of all those things, to just be like, okay, yeah, you're right. You know, yeah, this is bad. You know, this is, this this really stinks. You know, um, and sometimes, you know, sometimes I I think that the way that we go one step further mm. is not always intellectual. It's not always in our minds. In other words, you can't leave it in the intellectual. Right, you can't leave it into the intellectual. Some ways that we go a step further are by having a cup of tea you know ah, another physical thing right walk, walk with god yeah drink right. tea with god drink tea go just go for a walk yeah take a nap yeah um you know uh go for a run exercise yeah you know i mean i think there there are ways of you know of exercising this wisdom of hope against all yeah. hope in a very kind of like like, holistic way don't feel strong okay go act like you're strong go take a run <laughs> right what? but then we do that all the time yeah if we want to get strong we know exactly what to do yep. we know right. exactly that to flex our muscles damages them but then builds them back again right but what we're not doing is we're not going to exercise so that we can acquire that joy mm. we're going to exercise so that we can cope with the absence of the joy in a way that is both Realistic, mm. subtle, simple, mm. humble, and then the joy is never going to come because we are demanding that it comes. Oh, so we're not flexing joy the muscle. We're flexing the waiting, waiting. for joy. Waiting. Where? How do you wait? Saint Siloan. You prepare time, like you set it, set time aside. Saint Siloan. Yeah. Uh, I never. I don't think I ever read his full life, but I do remember that he he said well. He left for the desert prematurely. Mm-hmm. Um, he left the monastery before his time. Mm-hmm. And he said that he lost grace. Mm-hmm. And he wept and wept and wept and wept until it finally kind of returned. Right. Or it did return. It did, yeah. And, and that sort of, he lost it. It's, it's, it's a gift. It's given and it's taken. Exactly. It's yeah. not something that... You don't. I, I, okay, I learned how to run really fast. It's not. That's not how it works. Right. It's not something you do. It's something God does, and that's counterintuitive to what we do in everything we do. I learned how to. I learned how to drive really well. I learned. I, I learned it. Right. <laughs> but this isn't one of those things. This is something that is that is bestowed upon you. Right. And so we learn how to receive it. 
Exactly. Properly. And and to hold on to it. And to hold yeah. on to it. Oh, not not yeah. with a not with a um, tight grasp. Right. Oh yeah. But but in a way that it doesn't run away from us. Mm. Yeah. And that's that's uh, for Saint Silouan, That was humility. That's humility. It, humility. Learning humility was his way of. Um, but then we see Saint Silouan was a a powerful monumental example yeah. of basically not despairing. Keep your mind in hell and despair not. So whether your mind is already in hell or whether you bring it down into hell, just don't despair. But then his disciple, Elder Sophroni, and then his disciple, Elder Zacharias, kind of, and, and some of Elder Sophroni's other disciples sort of rephrased St. Siloan's, the word that God gave to St. Siloan in a more kind of contemporary way. So for example, Father, uh, Father Sophroni would, would talk about um, take yourself to the brink of despair, and when you can't take it anymore, take a step back and drink a cup of tea. <laughs> that was his his thing. Yeah, I heard that. Drink a cup of tea. Yeah. In right. the words of Father Rafael Noico, who's a Romanian disciple of Elder Sophroni, he said, in modern terms, that would be go take a nap. And he even references Saint Isaac the Syrian, who says that when blasphemous thoughts assail you, cover yourself up and go to sleep. Oh. You know, so there are these very kind of simple ways of That's not hanging on. At all. No, yeah. just hang in there. Just hang in a little bit more. And if yeah. mentally you can't hang in, then do something non-mental. In other words, huh. take a nap to reset yourself. So there are these very kind of seemingly non-spiritual things that are actually deeply spiritual and like, because it's all yeah. contributing to this waiting, interesting. this waiting game. Um, so it's like joy. No, we don't pursue joy. It comes to us. Yeah. We pursue waiting in a way that doesn't look like pursuing it, long, so that we don't long suffering. It sounds long like suffering you gotta not pay it any mind. It's like you gotta yeah. pretend you don't. Wait, you were saying that's exactly this right. conversation before. Yep, you said somebody like who said you gotta Same pretend like you don't care. Yeah, it's like it's kind Same of like yeah, just kind of like showing seeming indifference almost because yeah. you know we're not we don't want to we we don't want to. Um, sort of give the devil more than we need to. And when he notices that we care, you know, then it's like, but no, it's like, whatever, huh? you know, whatever. And so, and then, and then, and and, and that whatever is actually a form of surrender. Mm. Yes. That whatever is a form of saying, thy will be done in a very subtle way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. um, In a gentle way. That's really good. That's, that's good. And it reminds me from the Old Testament that God came to breathe. That's right. Mm. Not a thund, not thunder. Yeah. As a as a breeze, a still came small voice. Yeah. So it, it it again. I think I've said this every episode. Paradoxes. <laughs> every episode. Paradox. Paradoxa. Paradoxo. Paradoxo. Yeah. Paradoxa. Yeah. 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 I mean. I mean. So should we wrap this up? Let's do it. Okay. So, I'm sad, but I'm pretending to be happy. I go to church on Pascha. Yeah. Everyone else is happy. Right. I feel like something's not right. Yeah. Especially because all these saints aren't really smiling either. Wow. Right. So then I get so bent out of shape that I just leave it all and say... Leave it all, say, darn this. Right. I'm angry. Yeah. And then I'm sad again once the anger subsides. And all of that... Is a fist tightly clenched. Gotcha. All of that is is this is is still not being able to release yeah. my fist 
to be able to give myself over to God and trust yeah. in him and trust in him and to not pursue joy right yeah but to, to pursue surrender right? yeah and so with the fist you're either holding on to the happiness right the fake one or or you're angrily smashing the old exactly. fake happiness or you could be doing both or both, or both. <laughs> they're, they're really two sides of the same right. point yeah, yeah. and so the only thing left to do is to let open, go. open the hand right and let go and even that takes grace it takes grace and we have no idea if our hand will ever be filled. And yet, you know what? For so many people, like, what is it? Like, uh, as a Chinese or a Japanese philosopher, he said, you know, happiness is a bird that may land in your hand. That may land in your hand. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Well... And it always does, actually. Yeah, Just it really want to say, does. And it surprises you. Surprised about, by joy. So you're surprised by I was by about it. to end this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and it comes unexpectedly, and it always does. I'm glad I did it, because that, that, we needed that. No, no, you're absolutely right. It, it always comes. It always comes. And, this, I mean, we're at, I don't know what this will be down to when, we, when I edit it, but yeah, we're at a short podcast. Right. It will not be a short podcast. <laughs> we're, right. we're at 51 minutes, basically. Um, yeah, no, that's good. Uh, but I think that also, that can also be said for every, out of every terrible thing, a good thing can happen. Right. Um, and maybe the terrible thing some, in some way was good that it happened. Sure. You know? A lot of people. Uh, for instance, like I mean, just my dad always said that the invasion of Cyprus was good for Cyprus in in, in a sure. in a roundabout sort of way because then people started to like seek out monasteries and seek out right. spirituality a little, a little bit more because wow. they had right before that they had just entered into a period of tourism and people were kind of becoming kind of monetarily right. uh, more affluent, more affluent and, and, and less spiritual in a sense. And then once the invasion hit, everybody started running to monasteries and seeking out. So, anything else we want to add? May we experience the joy of the resurrection mm-hmm. as it comes, by the grace of God, by the mercy of God, in God's time. And may we learn the art of all arts, which is the art of Simply, humbly, gently waiting, surrendering, and allowing God to work on God's time, on God's terms. Amen. 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 Thank you all for uh, joining us. Absolutely. And thanks for... Yeah. I'm glad we had you on. Bringing me on. That was nice. Thanks, John, for surprising us. Peace, Lord,